0: Everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Notebook Wagering Podcast. It's uh, Matt here. Tonight, I got Smitty with us and J-Cam, and we got a special guest we're going to bring in in just a little bit. Smitty, what do you got going on down there in Virginia, buddy?
3: Hey, let's get ready for some NFL tonight. I love this Raiders team right now. I think they're on fire. This, uh, I can't wait to watch this. Who's quarterbacking? I mean, you get Baker coming in tonight. One day there, and he might be playing. I can't wait. Basketball is not looking good right now. The Duquesne Dukes, not a good start, but what can you do? Enjoying the night. Jason, what's up, my friend?
2: Not much. I'm on the other side of that one. I actually took the points with the Rams there. I know it's it's a beat-up team, but they're at home. It's Thursday night. We'll take the points, and I think it's going to be a pretty ugly game. Um, not much else going on, finally starting to get into college basketball and hockey, just kind of transitioning here between seasons, Bull pictures coming up pretty nicely here, I think we got another week before games, got Army-Navy this weekend, so just prepping all of that stuff, so why don't we kick it off, Maddie.
0: Alright, so without further ado, one of our favorite guests, in fact he might be our favorite because he likes to actually come on with us, which is great, so from... <laughs> So from uh he's a beast contributor and he's now with the gold boys network on Twitch. So all you Twitch streamers out there, check him out. It's at on Twitter at not the will Hill. Will, what do you got going on my man? Give us something.
1: What's going on guys. It's been a while. It's a, it's a fun time with the sports here. It's funny. It seems like it was just, you know, week one Rams bills and, you know, getting ready for NFL, the, the countdown to the NFL season. And then, man, you just you wake up one day and you, you're getting ready for what is it, week fourteen? Th- it just it goes by so quickly. The college football season pretty much over, except for Army Navy and the bowl game. So, man, t- time flies when you're having fun, I guess, huh?
0: Hey, good uh, good lead over for us. So, what we'll do is we're gonna fire some stuff, fun stuff your way. Maybe hit a bowl game or two, and then dip into the NFL. But first, I want to bring up uh, you're a Mets fan, correct?
1: I'm not, I'm actually a, a very bitter Yankees fan who grew up under the George Steinbrenner regime. And, you know, his kid just doesn't spend like George. So it really kind of irritates me the way they sit out these free agencies the past few years. And now everyone's throwing a parade that they signed Aaron judge. Yeah, great. Congratulations. You're, you're the t- same team. That's got their ass kicked by the Astros the past five years. You didn't improve at all. You just maintained your team. And now this is the status quo where we get all excited, you know, trade deadline, they get Andrew Benintendi instead of Soto. Everyone throws a parade. It's really, it's really kind of frustrating. They're, this isn't an opinion based on what their revenue is and what they spend. They are the cheapest team in the league because that team prints money and they just don't seem to spend any of it. So yeah, I I, I rooted for the Yankees since I was a kid, but they're very frustrating now. Well,
0: you know, the two of these guys though are actually Pirates fans, and you, two <laughs> you want to talk about
2: cheap.
1: I know. I mean, holy,
0: it's shit. one and
2: two Yankees Pirates. Everybody always says that. <laughs>
1: So. But hey, but when you look at what the Yankees make, they make hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. So, I mean, I know the payroll. Oh, they're one of the highest payrolls. They make money hand over fist. You go to a Yankee game, it's 55 bucks to park. It's 20 bucks for a beer. So, you know, they should have a high payroll. It's ridiculous. I think we're seeing with free agency here. These teams are sitting on way, way more money than they want to lead on. Look at the Padres. They're 400 million dollar offer to Trey Turner. You don't want it. All right, let's offer it to judge. You don't want it. All right, let's give it to Bogart. I mean, these teams are just dying to give away money. So there's money there. I think these teams are just, you know, crying destitute because they don't want to spend it.
2: So, so going back to judge, you know, John Heyman came out of the story that the Giants had actually closed the deal on him. Did, did he give the Yankees a chance to kind of get back in the game? Like Cashman was kind of playing the whole time that he wasn't going to overpay judge he was going to pay market whatever it was did he basically bail them out and give them a second chance to kind of save face because i think they would have got killed if he'd went to the west coast
1: they would have gotten killed not only from a baseball standpoint i mean we talked about being with judge they're not as good as the astros without judge they're not even a factor really in the american league in terms of the title but from a baseball standpoint they couldn't afford to lose them from a pr business standpoint they absolutely couldn't afford to lose them and look, once you get to free agency, you lose all the leverage. And that's any deal, any negotiating. It's about leverage. If you don't have it, get it. If you do have it, use it. And Judge had all the leverage here. So the Yankees had two choices, neither of which were really great, mm-hmm. which is lose him, which they couldn't afford to do, or give him nine years, $360 million, which I'm just going to tell you. I mean, this isn't breaking news. That's not going to be a good contract in, in the very new, near future. He had a, his best year I'll ever have last year. Two or three years in, he'll be hurt or he won't be as good. This is They couldn't afford to lose him, but this deal is not going to age well.
0: So, so will I'm I am a diehard Phillies fan we had a good run this year now the contract the judge got basically the Phillies just offered to Trey Turner. Do you, do you think that contract, I know it's basically the same, do you think that contract is better than judges.
1: They're both. They're both not going to end well. But I, I admire the Phillies. I just complained about that George Steinbrenner doesn't spend the money. These guys are all billionaires. With a B, so they're going to die with more money than they can never spend. I, I admire the Phillies saying, you know what? It's a bad contract. It's we're overpaying. The the back end of that contract is going to be ugly. But hey it's not about making money it's about winning and you know harper people say they all oh, they overpaid they gave him too many years well he helped get him to a world series so uh if you win one it's worth it i mean p- pound for pound dollar for dollar you got what a 29 30 year old shortstop who relies on his speed his defense is that going to be a good contract in four or five years probably not but hey they're going all in they're trying to win one so i admire that although i don't think it's you know seven years from now you're like oh my god how much do we still owe turner but hey it's a baseball it's baseball so there's no salary cap so if you want to just swallow the check and eat the end of the contract you know what that's uh that's up to the owner and the fans seem to like it
0: so basically uh, i'm in your boat and i i feel that the phillies and yankees are both missing the the arms race i mean who's out there that say either of our teams could go get a a big name yet that you think is going to move somewhere
1: Trying to think, you know, it's been all about Judge. I'm almost forgotten with all the basketball and football going on. I know Swanson's still out there. Bogarts just signed uh, Rodon's a name that's out there. I'm trying to think; it's a good shortstop class. Correa's still out there. nimmo's kind of an underrated player. Nimo would actually be a good fit for the Yankees, who struggle situational hitting. Mm-hmm. Just a guy that gets speed gets on base. He's not boomer bust with the home run, so Nimo will help teams. Uh, I'm trying to think of who else would be out there. It's not a great – most of the good free agents have already been signed. And like I said, man, these guys getting a ton of money. I mean, look at Verlander. at hurt his age, what, $44 million a year? And he's not even going to be the highest-paid pitcher on this team. Scherzer makes more than him. So you still got a few guys out there.
0: Yeah. Hell, uh, Judge today just made more than my whole annual salary. Just today. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> yeah, you can't
1: even think about it, man. It's just – it's, yeah. it's an absurd amount of money. It's absolutely yeah. an absurd amount of money. It's scary.
0: All right, let's uh let's switch a switch gears. We'll go over to a couple bowl games, and I had reached out to you on Twitter. Why don't you hit us with some of your bowl game knowledge? I know you had two that you really love. See what our listeners can dig into.
1: Yeah, we were talking. I think it was off the air about UConn basketball. UConn football had one of the great stories of the season, the in that, in, in you know nationally, really, they were priced at two two and a half wins, shaded to the under. They've been basically a team that. Uh, There was talk about putting them down to one double a, maybe D two, maybe getting rid of them altogether. They were just dreadful the past four or five years. Jim Moore comes in, wins a bunch of games, gets them to a bowl and, You know, so much much of these bowls is just being an amateur psychologist, trying to figure out the motivation. I think this game is going to mean the world to UConn. If they could ever win a bowl, be competitive in a bowl, it's a huge stepping stone towards next year. So you're getting 10, 10 and a half. I think most of the hooks are gone. So let's call it 10 against Marshall. I think UConn's competitive in this game. They got a pretty good defense, should be a lower scoring game. So I do like UConn. I bet UConn plus the 10.
2: I like that one a lot. Actually, that's one of the first bets I made. I mean, that's a team coming in hot with a lot of motivation. You know, they want to win, and it's not a team with NFL players, so they're going to play hard in that bowl game to get themselves out there. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I don't know if you want me to keep going here, but I do I do sort of lean towards the dogs in both the college football playoffs. It's hard to break down all the bowls here because we don't know what transfer portals, you know, sitting out in terms of the draft. Some of these, you miss the movement on it. You lose all the value. I mean, we saw Oregon State get bet up from four and a half to ten, ten and a half within really a couple of days, Tennessee, Clemson. So uh, it's hard to really analyze these bowls. We don't know who's playing, but I will say I sort of lean towards the dogs here. In the uh in the college football playoffs, it'd be nice. Wouldn't it be nice to get some competitive games in the college football playoff for once? I mean, every every year we're sitting here, you know, Alabama beating Cincinnati or Notre Dame by 40 points. Hopefully, this year we can get two competitive games, maybe a competitive final. I, I do think we will uh we will get some closer games. So TCU over a touchdown, Ohio State. I want to hold out for the seven, but I do think we'll get some closer games for a change.
0: I'll I'll throw another. Yeah, so Will, I
3: got a quick question there. So, you know, coming into this with some people, you know, a lot of people maybe not even Big time gamblers. You get, you know, you have some time off for the holidays. You want to jump in. You want to make a little bit of money. Is it your advice? Like you just said there, you like the dogs. Is it, you know, you're sitting on this. Should you jump on these lines quick or some of these themes like, you know, like Alabama, for example. You know, you're thinking there Anderson, maybe young, maybe not going to play in this. Should you jump on these dogs quick? Should you wait until it's closer to kickoff? What's your overall, maybe, um, opinion and maybe advice for uh, our listeners?
1: Yeah, I think it varies game to game just because, like we saw yesterday, Kentucky, their quarterback's going to be out. I think the running back's going to sit. So it's all game to game. It's all, you know, it's a whole new world now with the Bulls. It started with really, I think it was McCaffrey and Fournette what, five years ago where, hey, we're going to sit out. And it was a new thing. Now it's just the norm. So it's all, you know, it's game to game. It's team to team with these teams that, you know, it's become the cool thing to do for these pros to sit out. So, you know, just, if you miss the best of the number, I'd probably wait and just see where who's playing. And, you know, last thing you want to do is take a bad number and, and not know who's playing here.
0: So, Will, uh, that's a great point. How do you, are you going to wait to basically like the day before or, or, or being inside, in, in the, with visa and all your network when is there a time frame when they get these uh transfers guys sitting out like when should people really start to dig into a bowl game potentially
1: yeah it's uh it's tough i think some of them we've already seen you know when when oregon state and florida florida goes from four and a half to 10 10 and a half i think that's sort of telling you something that richardson's not going to play because he's going into the draft Course, the second string quarterback kittness kid's going to jail for whatever he was doing. <laughs> so they're down to a third string quarterback. So that's one where it's like, all right, you probably missed the best of the number. Do you want to sit here and lay 10 and a half when you could have laid, you know, seven just a few days ago? I will say this: anytime you see a big line movement, I think the ball's just going to keep rolling here because if there's a reason it's moving, I think it's going to continue to move uh in that direction. Same thing like Tennessee Clemson, where that shot up three and a half to four, all the way up to seven. I think these lines that are moving are going to keep moving for the most part. Uh, Hey, Maddie,
3: I want to jump in really quick. Let me, I just had to laugh with uh, Will saying that it just reminded me of the movie major league when they were like, you know, this guy, this guy here's dead. We'll cross him (laughs) off. Then it's like, Richardson's going to the draft. Kitten is going to jail. We'll cross him off. Then let's move on Florida. I I think who's quarterback in Florida. Now I saw it today. It's a Miller. Jake Sound, Miller? Sounds
1: right to me. I mean, I, I mean, Someone as much like that, as Jake many Miller, sports are going on heard. as once. Yeah. It's just hard to cap all these third string quarterbacks and you know, it's uh, it's really difficult to try to go to school on who's going to play and how, you know, how many reps they've had, things like that. You have the dust uh, so off. I
3: want to throw him a quick bowl game. Let me get a roll one quick in here. Cause I really had this written down. I want to get his thoughts on Florida state, Oklahoma, because Oklahoma, you know, a team, A lot of guys, I think Gray opted out, you know, a team that's really kind of struggled a little bit. Florida State, a program that's really coming back, quarterbacks coming back. I think it's minus seven and a half. What's your overall thought on that game?
1: I like Florida State. You know, this team's not too far. They had a little slump in the middle of the season where they had some injuries. They lost some close games. There's this team's not that far from being like, you know, a one loss team, maybe even undefeated, where this team's really good. They have a lot of talent. I know some of the people with the advanced analytics say this is, Hey, a top six or seven team in the country. So I think they will be motivated. I think that coach is going in the right direction. I think, you know, they can use this as the first game of next season, so to speak. So I would lean towards, uh, towards laying it here with the Seminoles.
0: All right. Well, we'll fire off. I'm going to fire off two questions before we jump over the NFL. One did the uh, committee get the playoff correct? And two, who's your Heisman winner?
1: You're talking to somebody who has Duggan at a hundred to one, and I'm not going to win that. So I'm, I, I'm going to just, that's an upsetting question to me. I think if he (laughs) snuck that ball in, I would have been at least in a position where Caleb Williams, I could have hedged because I think it would have been close. I I think I just saw uh, Duggan won the Davy O'Brien best quarterback award. So man, he's not going to win it. Uh, Williams is going to win it. You know, it's probably deserving. Williams has ridiculous stats. I thought Duggan, man, I thought Duggan had a good case if they won that game, but wasn't meant to be. I don't know why they didn't quarterback sneak it. As far as the committee, you know what? I, I can't quibble with it. Bama, obviously a better team than TCU, but hey, we play the games for a reason. They lost two games. They didn't really beat anybody that was that impressive. TCU went undefeated up until the Big 12 title game. So got to give them the benefit of doubt. I think the committee got it right. People would have lost their absolute minds if they put Bama in. Although it would probably make for a better tournament. It's uh, It, it wasn't the right thing to do to put Bama in. I don't think you're dug in tickets dead. Oh, don't even say that. Don't even don't, really hope hopes. So. I really don't. <laughs> Honest opinion, I don't think it's dead. Here's I, what there, bothers me, though. They turned the ballot. People vote, like, so early that I, I, I don't know. I think people had their minds made up where Kalen Williams didn't have a great game. Granted, he was playing hurt, and, you know, he lost, but Duggan also lost. I think if Duggan, like I said, if Duggan would have won and people just waited to vote, it would have been almost like a coin flip kind of thing where, hey— 100 to one that you're sitting on a coin flip you're in good shape but i do think williams is going to win but man that would be uh that would be exciting to be sitting there and you know get a surprise
2: on saturday night i'm rooting for you how crazy is that too he wasn't even the starter for tcu the first game of the year i think the other kid had to get hurt for him yeah. to get a chance i mean he's been there a while he's obviously put in his he time to TCU and he's been up and down but he had such a great season it's a shame to see that uh, he's not going to cash it in. I mean, he gave his all in that Big 12 championship. At least that's what it looked like. It looked like sneak, the ball,
1: sneak the ball, sneak the ball, sneak
2: the ball. I like that. I've heard suggestions that they should have a, a sneak the ball coach. Like yeah, they have the get back coach. They just have the guy just you know when he gets the fourth down, tells you either punt. It's so it. hard to What's stop. It? You just
1: the, the offense is allowed to push the guy in. The yeah. quarterback's allowed to just sneak the stick the ball over the goal line. It's so hard to stop the quarterback sneak. I didn't understand that at all. God's Smith.
3: Hey, Maddie, I want to ask them. Uh, so big game Saturday, you know, uh, Army, Navy, always such a great game. The over-under is, I think, 32 and a half, Will. I think it's 16 straight unders in this. Do you have a ticket? Are you thinking about it? Where would you go tell the listeners what they should do here?
1: Man, it's just you bet blindly on the under and you just – it's almost like money in the bank. But they have really priced it into the number here where – boy 20 to 13 the game goes over was it 32 and a half now i mean that's really cutting it close i know these teams they run the ball they run the clock they're used to preparing against the option so they they're ready for it defensively but i i don't want to bet the over i i teased army with some other stuff with some uh with some nfl stuff i think you get army plus eight and a half and normally you shouldn't tease in college but hey this is a game with a low total that should be close that plus eight and a half is, is valuable. So I think army on a teaser is a good, uh, is a good play. And I would probably lean towards an over just because it's so, so damn low 32 and a half. It's hard to stay under 32 and
0: a half. Well, that's why you're a pro. Not only did you bring up teaser cause we have the teaser King Smitty here. Now you brought up the pros. So let's dig in, let's dig into some NFL. Uh tonight's game already kicked off, so we're a little behind. But we'll get this out anyway. Do you have any What's going on? You about- have an
1: update for me? Any anything going on yet? Uh zero, 0 Adams made a hell of a
0: catch. Somebody just got hurt, so it's uh we're dragging okay. here. Cart might be coming out. Um so do you have any plays on tonight's game?
1: I teased the Raiders. I teased the Raiders and I played the Rams team total under. I just I, I heard wolford wasn't healthy and you know, is Baker starting? If Baker starting, they signed him 10 minutes ago behind a bad offensive line with no receivers. I mean, how is he going to get anything done? So, look, if you beat me, if you go over 17 and a half, you beat me. But I'll take the uh, the Rams team total under 17 and a half. And I'll, I figure the Raiders will get it done. Don't love laying six and a half, but would certainly lean that way. But I do think the Raiders win this game.
0: Smitty, what do you got? I know you have a teaser on this, too.
3: Yeah, I did the Raiders down. I really like this Raiders team where they're heading here. Jacobs is playing really well. Adams should, you know, Ramsey's gonna be on Adams probably, but I mean Ramsey has not been good. We've been talking about it in a lot of text messages. I think Adams is gonna have a big game. Carr's playing really well right now. This Raiders team, if you look, they have a chance. I think Jason made a great uh text. I think they play the Steelers on Christmas Eve, Jason. Yep. If you uh can jump in on this. Could be a really big game. You know, Steelers are starting to win some games. Raiders, the path is there. Maybe get in the playoffs. I love this, too. I teased the Raiders down tonight, and I teased the Bengals with them. I think the Bengals beat. Uh, I really like where Cincinnati's going. Cleveland did not look good last week. Watson looked really rusty. Uh, a lot, a punt return. I think uh, a pick six. That's how they scored their points. I think Cincy beats Cleveland, and I really like the Raiders tonight. to to win this game because I agree with Will. I mean, if Baker's playing, I heard McVay talk about he's like, he's looking at stuff and going, oh, I know what this is. We just called it this. Well, okay, well, that's great. I mean, have you worked with any of these guys? Have you thrown the ball? Timing's going to be off. I just, I don't see it. You know, Akers, I think Raiders defense running, uh, uh, rush defense been okay. I think the Raiders win this game. I really like them. They're going in the right direction right now.
2: Yeah, and it looks like Jacobs is playing, so that's actually that was a big question coming in too, because he was dinged up the last couple of weeks, and with the short week, you know, he, he might have been iffy to go. Took a little gamble there in fantasy. Looks like it might pay out. So yeah, now the Raiders game is huge, and it's funny. Like we're Steelers fans, so we're thinking of it. all it's the anniversary of the Immaculate Reception. When we think of the other side of the coin, the Raiders. You know, John Madden just passed away. You got the Raiders, like, have to live with that for 50 years. Basically, a really good team they had It probably would have went to the Super Bowl. At least would have gave Miami a, a contest the next week. Probably the best team to give Miami a chance to break the undefeated season. You know, they're going to – that that, that building is going to be full of energy, too, trying to avenge that loss from 50 years ago. So, like, obviously, if the Steelers have any hope, that would be it. They have, like, I think a 1% chance of getting in the playoffs. But the Raiders have a really good shot, and that's really the win they're going to need for a conference total.
1: Yeah, man. Um, yeah. I was going to say the Steelers look like they were headed for maybe a top five pick. Maybe you get one of these hotshot quarterbacks, whether it's Stroud, young, I know people, you just pick picket, but is he really the answer? But now it looks like Tomlin's teams are doing what Tomlin teams always do where they, you know, they find their way towards 500. It's funny. Tomlin's a really good coach. If you have middling talent, I feel like when you have 12, 13 win talent, like you guys have had in the past, he doesn't, he's not really like a great championship coach when he's going up against Belichick, but if you're looking to get sort of blood out of a stone, he's a good guy. So will. I.
0: I have a ticket on the Steelers.
1: (laughs) Listen to most of our shows, Will, about how we
0: like Tomlin. (laughs) Will, I got a ticket on the Steelers. Under seven and a half team wins. Is it time to hedge?
1: I have to look at the schedule. What are they? Five and seven, so you go three and two to beat you. I know you got the Ravens twice. You got the Raiders. Nah, let it ride. You'll be all right.
3: Carolina. Carolina.
1: Carolina, man. Boy, that'd be a tough beat. You know what?
2: (laughs) It came out of nowhere. It really did. Everything was fine. We were saying, oh, top 10 draft choice. We can go get that offensive line address. And all of a sudden, it's like, you look who they're playing, and you're not really surprised for they're winning either because, I mean, Tampa Bay didn't show up. The Saints didn't show up.
1: You got good weapons, too. Good weapons and a good defense when Watt plays. Pickett's okay. I don't know that he'll ever be great. It's almost – it's almost like the worst thing when you have a quarterback, you're like, oh, he's not exactly. good enough where we, you know, he's the guy, but he's not bad enough. Where we want to move on. He's just kind of in that, you know, maybe his upside is like cousins or Derek Carr, it's like, eh, is he is he good enough? We'll see. That's but exactly. uh yeah, that's uh I, I wouldn't hedge. I think you'll lose. I don't know. You might lose that one, but I don't know. You just you just be getting out of your bed at this point. Yeah. Be, yeah. All right. So it's a it's
0: a small slate this week. I'm gonna throw one out there. Hopefully you can help us out a little bit. Minnesota, 10 and 2 is going to Detroit. Now, Lions, everybody's fan favorite this year with the fighting Dan Campbells. I mean, they're they're playing actually really well. They are. But but how are they a one and a half point favorite at home against a 10 and a two team? The only time I heard this recently, I believe, was 2006. Atlanta was a 10 win team and went to Tampa to play. uh, God, it may have been Dilfer or somebody down there. And Tampa absolutely yeah. throttled them. I, I believe they shut them out. It was something like 28 nothing, maybe. Who are you going to take in this matchup?
1: I like the Lions. I, just, I look at Minnesota, their yards allowed, yards per play. They're awful on defense. And Detroit, like you said, they've been playing better. They're actually okay on defense. They're just average, which average for them on defense is good because their offense is healthy. And when their offense is healthy – I mean, look, golf is in that category we just talked about with Pickett, you know, these guys where you don't really want them, but you don't want to get rid of them. But that indoors, he's got a lot of weapons with Brown, Swift, Williams, uh, the other Williams, now the receiver, they're really good on offense. Minnesota's bad on defense. Detroit really had him beat a couple of times the first matchup. So, you know, Minnesota doesn't really need the game. Detroit still has a, I guess, a puncher's chance at the playoffs. I think, you know, Lee, Lee Corso used to have this line. Anytime a, a line is suspicious, that means the somebodies know something. And I'm going with the somebodies. I'll I'll go with the somebodies here. I think Detroit beats them.
0: Wow. Interesting. Smitty, what do you have on this game?
3: Well, I mean, yeah, I think Will said it really well there. You know, when you look at these, the last couple of weeks, and I think Fall the Money's done a really good job breaking some of these games down. I think it was Seattle one week, and then I think it was Tampa over in that maybe that Germany game that – They kind of thought it was a head-scratcher, like why is this team winning? And the team that was the head-scratcher has won the game. So, you know, the same thing. You look at Minnesota, and it's 10-2, and and you're like, why are the Lions favorite? But the Lions actually have played – the Lions could have beat the the Bills on Thanksgiving. I mean, that game was right there. Very good team. Team is fighting hard. A lot of weapons. Defense is starting to not – I mean, still not a very good defense. Don't I don't want to say they're a good defense, but they're doing some things now on this. It's a head scratcher. Let's see where it goes. A lot of the lines last week, guys, if you remember our show last week, a lot of the lines were bouncing back and forth. Pittsburgh game kind of was going. Uh, there was two other games. I think the Raiders game was bouncing back and forth. I want to see where this goes Sunday. More money comes in on a team, but I kind of agree with Will I, right now. I think. I really think the Lions are playing well. I think at home, I think they're going to get this win. Because Minnesota's winning so many games that, you know, that's the thing. Real quick, if you look at the Raiders, the Raiders blew so many games. If they could have had those games, they're right there. Minnesota, if it just would have went bad on Minnesota, maybe they're not a great team. But they're 10-2, and two and they're winning, and you got to tip your hat to them. But I, I want to see where this goes Sunday. But I, I kind of lean right now with the Lions.
1: We saw this a couple of weeks ago. Dallas was in Minnesota. Dallas is laying to what? Minnesota's got this great record. Yeah. Dallas is okay. Yeah, yeah, that was Dallas, the other Dallas one right there. Yep. Scoring. Yep. Dallas is still scoring. Yep. You guys have an update Thursday night football? I don't have the TV. On. I'm sorry, <laughs> Jones in for an update.
0: Just <laughs> just punched it in from one yard out. Seven. You should have right told there.
1: me this before, man. I'm sitting here sweating. How much time left? Because I bet no score for six minutes. I'm. What do you have it in front of you? What I got? It right Nine, here.
0: 13.
2: Oh, you just missed. I yep. lost. 17 lost. seconds.
0: Yep, <laughs> and see gamblers. That's why we do it right there. Oh man,
1: nine seventeen. So what? Seven nothing.
0: Seven nothing. Seven nothing. Okay. So I, I actually am going to touch on
1: the the Vikings real quick. So
0: have you guys? So everybody is down on them. How much do you buy in the strength of schedule though? Because the Eagles are not that far ahead of them in strength of schedule, but everybody's anointing them as the best team. In the NFC, but the Vikings, I mean, they're, they're basically a, a 40% win percentage against teams, but that's because they're playing the Bears and the Lions twice, or four times, basically. It, do you buy into that that much?
1: A little bit. I, and not only that, they've played some of these teams, like they played Miami without Tua. You know, they played some of these teams with backups where, where you know they played the Saints. I think it was in London where the Saints were missing a bunch of guys, Kamara and a lot of their guys on offense. So it's something you have to look at. I think Philly doesn't have that many impressive wins either. It's just a year, though, where it's like there's not that many teams that are good, so not that many teams have impressive wins because there's just – you know, there's two or three good teams, there's two or three bad teams, and there's like 25 mediocre teams.
2: Yeah. billy has been excellent a couple times, too, like in halves, where you've seen like the scores right. 24 to nothing, and then they got out and just beat the heck out of this in the first half. You see that – people see those scores and are watching and say, Oh. It's just like you said. So the, you see the differentials a bit better. All the Viking games are coming down to the wire. So I mean, Absolutely. the Jets had the ball, what, twice inside the 20 in the final two minutes. And couldn't get any points out of it. I sweated that the entire way. Uh, I was going against everybody. Everyone had the Jets. And I was thinking maybe everyone's a little too in love with the Jets right now and took the Vikings. And I, I got lucky. The Jets actually outplayed them there in the second half. For but, sure. But that's, I think, the biggest difference is that people have seen the Eagles be awesome. And no one's really seen the Vikings be that awesome. They've kind of just hung on and clung on. You, yeah, guys
0: for, you guys have anything else for Will before we let him scoot out of here?
3: Yeah, I got to ask him because I'm the teaser and I love teasers. If you had, I mean, I mean, you probably maybe played some, but what is one teaser that you could give me advice on, or our audience, one teaser that you really, really, really like to match up this week? Do you have one?
1: I mentioned Army's a good teaser leg. Um you know, Bills is getting to the point where you can't really do it because it's up to 10 in some spots. I do think the Bills beat the Jets. So that was a good one at 10. It's not so much. Let me see. Eagles is definitely one. I, I think the Giants, it's all smoke and mirrors. The way they try to muck up the game, I'd be shocked. And I am i don't say this too much about the NFL because nothing surprised me. I'd be shocked if the Giants actually beat uh, the Eagles. So the Eagles is one. I'll go Eagles and Army. How about that? Little Saturday, Sunday action.
0: Awesome. Love it. There you Love go. It. Love it. All right. Well, before you, uh, scoot out, uh, plug, plug all your stuff and, uh, tell everybody what you got going on.
1: Yeah. I'm on VEASAN throughout the week and I do some Twitch shows, twitch.tv slash Goldboys network, Goldboys discord. So uh, I always tweet out the links. I, I harass you guys to retweet them for me. So this was fun. Appreciate you guys coming, uh, having me on. This was, uh, this has been a while, so happy to do it whenever you guys need me. This is a good time.
0: Yeah, thanks for the 30 minutes. We'll uh, definitely have you on for college hoops. We love talking some college hoops. Yeah. Well, hey, man, you have a great night. Go do your duties, and uh, we'll hear from you
3: soon. All right. Be good, guys. Good Good to see you. Hey, thanks, Well, Nice seeing you, bud. See you guys.
0: Awesome. Uh, What a great guy. Uh, All right, boys, let's jump into some more NFL. We'll try to rapid fire here. Uh, Jason, why
2: don't you just start us off, whatever you got in front of you. Well, let's start. We'll got us all fired up with the Steelers. Let's talk about that game. So the Steelers two point favorites at home against the Ravens. Ravens will not have Lamar Jackson. Little dinged up there. Queen's going to play. Can Huntley get it done? Can Can Huntley help Maddie get his Steeler under ticket? Smitty. <laughs>
3: Yeah, listen, I, this game, everything I'm looking at numbers really quick. I know we got to fly through this. I think this one's going to be tight. I mean, I went money line last week on the Steelers, and I mean, it's killing me. I want Tomlin not to have a winning record this year. I wanted a better draft pick, but now it's like, eh, I want to see some development pickets playing okay. I kind of like some of the things they're doing. Numbers are close. I kind of like the Steelers again in the money line. I think at a teaser spot, I got to say this, it's a divisional game. Dogs have been really barking. Well, I think it'd be a great bet. Huntley's not a bad quarterback. I mean, the guy could win this game. I'd probably take the Ravens up in a teaser. I'm probably going to do a money line Steeler play. Man, I'm I'm kicking myself.
0: I've for the second week in a row, you have to play Pittsburgh. You have to. It's it's brutal for me. This is it's, it's unbearable. Here's a good stat though. Uh, Huntley last week when he played held the ball the longest out of anybody in the league. Two point eight nine seconds in the pocket. That's a huge no-no against the uh, pass rushers for the Steelers. I actually think it's going to be ugly, and I think the Steelers are going to get the win at home. And, man, then the, then the fanfare is going to start, and I'm going to get lose even more nerve here.
2: It's Steelers-Ravens. It's going to be ugly. Actually, I think the teaser is yeah. a great call there. This game always finishes within three points. You can yeah. tease the Ravens up with six points through three and seven. That's a great call.
0: All right, since I've finished up, let's go Browns-Bengals. Uh Bengals are laying five and a half at home over under 47. If you listen to our show last week, I said, grab your Joe Burrow tickets. MVP 16 to one, 18 to one were the numbers. I checked tonight when I was in the gym, five to one. Those numbers are long gone. And the way their schedule shakes out, he, uh, he has a chance to put up some really great numbers and beat some more playoff teams. And if they can stumble into the top seed, look out. I think this is his to lose. If I'm playing anything this weekend, I'm actually just going to take the Bengals money line. I think this could get a little ugly division rivalry. This is probably a, a perfect teaser place Smitty. gumno them to a pick, and you can probably get a better number than money line. Go ahead, Smitty. Yeah, we you go. know, I already
3: said I, I, ju- I jumped on it with the Raiders tonight. I really like the Raiders. I really like this Bengals game. Somebody posted this, and I wish I would have wrote it down. I got to get better at this because – being a teacher, you want to like have these people a little put their give their little two cents here. But Bengals 17 3 last uh 20 ATS covering nine out of the last 10. I like this game getting down to a pick them. You know, Watson did not look good. Uh, Cleveland's just I don't think the greatest team. I I think it's going to continue. I Matt, one of the best things you said last week, man. I wish I'd have jumped on it because I think it was a great advice to our audience. The Burrow thing, Bengals are gonna, I think they're gonna crush. Uh, Cleveland this week Jason what do you got
2: yeah I took the Texans with the points and that that bet should have came in I mean the Browns scored every which way but offense and uh be able to be able to cover which was a brutal beat but uh yeah no I'm with uh I'm on the Bengals here I think the the Browns are a corpse and uh unless Nick Chubb goes off this really is not gonna be a good game for the Browns so I think the Bengals five and a half line is interesting I would expect this to go up it's not though it's actually kind of hanging there so we'll see what happens
3: all right, let's let's jump. All on. right, let's let's hit, okay, go ahead. I was going to jump into one real quick. Let's so let's hit uh, Eagles Giants really quick. We'll talked about it too. I just want to throw this out. You know, I saw this being a teaser player Eagles 11 and one six point teaser this year on the season really like this team. You know, I've talked about it a lot this year. I think it's a good team there. They got that scary spot in their schedule that they weren't playing well, lost to the commanders and everything. I think they're coming back. I think the Giants are starting to struggle a little bit here. I love the Eagles down. You can get them down to, like, minus one. I love this Love this game. I'm going to throw it out there. Old man in the garage, Joe, gave me two. I kind of looked at him. I was like, I don't know. But I go, hey, that's why. He was two and one last week. He likes the Giants to upset them this week. Wow. Oh, wow.
2: Good, Jason. Throwing it out I mean, there. Well, I mean, I'll give him this, though. It's December, and it's a division dog. There's lots of metrics that support them taking the number. I don't know about outright. That's kind of a great call. I don't know what to do here because the Giants are running out of bodies. Otherwise, I'd love them in this spot. Um, they're just really beat up on the offensive lines. They're just beat up everywhere, and they're kind of it's a mash unit. I'm not really sure how they covered against the, the Commodores last week, but they did uh, in a crazy game, where I won uh, the under on because it went to a tie. But anyway, I you know, I'm looking at the numbers here. A lot of people a lot, basically is a public dog with the Giants. Be a little scared. I don't like the seven and a half. I think there's a nice teaser spot to actually tease the Eagles down and take it. But I wouldn't play the seven and a half. A little scary there when you're going on the road. Eagles have not been as good on the road. I think they have one of the worst records to ATS in in division on the road over the last five years. Matty, who do you like here?
0: Yeah, I'm with Will. This is an Eagles play. Tease this down. I I, I do think they cover, but I think it's going to be some sort of a backdoor cover. Some crappy late touchdown to to give them a a 10-point win. The only thing that the Giants have going for them is they run the ball well, which we know the Eagles are just middle of the pack against. If they can get out to a lead and grind out some clock, I think they can keep it close. But like I said, this is the Eagles probably all day. Let's go to – we'll go to a quick game because we're strapped for time. So I have one on the schedule here. Uh, Dallas and Houston. Houston goes to Dallas. Dallas is laying 17, over under 44. I mean, Houston needs Warren Moon, Childress, uh, Dishman, everybody to even get close to compete for this game, but how do you lay 17? I I can't, I can't even bet this game. This is something to look for like player props, maybe go for a Parsons sack type deal because Houston's offensive line is horrible. If you're bold, I mean, teach Houston up to 23, but I'm not even sure they can get that one done. What do you have on this
2: one, uh, Jason? Ugh. So the, the sheet tells me that this is a value at 17 and a half. And like you said, it is really hard to lay 17 and a half points in an NFL football game. Now, if there was a team this year who you could do that against, it would be the Houston Texans, especially on the road with uh, I believe they're going back to Allen at quarterback. Yeah, I mean that was a disaster last year. Are they going back to Mills? Yes, sir. Yeah, Mills uh, is back. Matter? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you guys think you get a I, think it,
3: I think it does a little bit.
2: A little, little more neck, little little better quarterback. I don't know. Um, I You can't lay 17 and a half. Maybe first half with Dallas, I guess. I don't know. If, if it was at Houston, it would be a little more intriguing, but the line would obviously be this high. But you got to wonder, too, where the Cowboys will be at. The back door will be open here because, I mean, you got to get these bodies rested. It's December. That's the reason why these big numbers cover in December. So that's basically a long way of saying I'm not sure. But if I had to pick one, I think I'd actually take the points. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I'm on I'm on the Texans again. I, that's two and oh, two straight weeks for me. I had them against Miami. They were down 30 uh, nothing. Miami took everybody out. They came back and they covered the teaser. Uh, I did it last week against um, Cleveland. I thought it was gonna be a rusty game by Watson. I mean, hey, the Texans could beat them. I mean, that was ugly. I mean, a punt return pick. Pick six, I think, or a fumble return touchdown. You know, a uh, best team, uh, teaser teams, you know, like I said, Eagles are one of the best. Cowboys are really good. So is this Texans team, taking them up. I'm going to take it way up. Mills is not great, but he's a lot better than Allen. I think Dallas wins this game easily, but I love taking teams way up. I'm taking the Texans again in a teaser. All right, Smitty, lead us into another. All right, let's go. Um, yeah, Well, let's talk about this. Uh, Kansas City Broncos. I mean, I'm just going down my sheet right now. Um, you know, again, we we kind of joked about this team. You got Denver playing extremely well on the defensive side. Russ can't cook at all. I mean, he has more toilets in his house and uh, touchdown passes. Kansas City, good team. Sometimes, though, if you take a team way up, they don't cover I'm looking at the points in this game, guys. I looked at this really quick. Denver is 11-1 and one on the under this year. How about it's right now. Now, I haven't looked for a couple of days. I have it in my notebook, 43 and a half. How about taking it up? I think you get it about 49 and a half. I think even today you could get it up in the 50 mark. I like teasing this up, and I like taking the under in this game. Maddie. what do you got? Yeah, it, uh, the over-under is
0: 44 right now, so you can get the 50. I'm not playing this, man. I despise Denver. I hate everything that they got going on. I heard Cortland Sutton still may have re-injured his hamstring again. He's probably going to be out again. One thing to look for, Pat Mahomes uh, 10 times this year has hit his rushing prop total over. It's sitting at 17 and a half. Denver actually likes to blitz a lot, which means Mahomes might have to scramble. I'm going to play Mahomes over 17 and a half rushing yards. Jason?
2: Interesting. So, yeah, an update on the uh, Russell Wilson uh, toilet. (laughs) <laughs> it's that no TDs last week. So he's still, it's still 12 toilets to seven touchdowns uh, through into week 14. So I, you know, I, come on, nobody at the sports book listens to this show. Get that prop out there, please. Just make it fun for us. Give us one Christmas gift, Put the, put the prop up there. I mean, I think you're getting plus juice right now for the cover, which I really want. Um, this is really tough because this is a spot I'd love to be able to take the Broncos. And I just don't know if I can, I mean, they actually probably should have won last week in Baltimore, Contain the, you know, obviously they got lucky with Jackson going out in the first quarter. Um, yeah, you know, this, this number's up to 10, I think, in some places now. I think I'll take it if it's double digits and just expect hope for snow and mile high and just in a game where the Chiefs just want to get the hell out of there because, uh, yeah. you know, obviously they're a little dinged up after playing some games. It's probably worth the money. Yes, today, come on, Barstool.
0: Yeah, I, I just, you know, when I had go ahead, Matty. No, I was gonna say, come on, Barstool, I'll offer this bet up. We want the toilet versus touchdown
3: bet on on your side, come on portnoy you can do this i i love it you know i had it at 49 earlier in the week and like i said denver is 11-1 to the under on that and kansas city would have been five and seven for the year on the under on that that's why i really like taking it up but now i love it at 50 take the under in this game Jason, you got another game for us? So, yes, I will take us
2: in it. I'm going to throw it out there. I don't know if it will be. I'm looking for the hot mess express, but I, I don't think this is it. I think it's the runner-up. So, I'm going to take the, the Seahawks. Minus four at home against Carolina. This is an interesting game because I look at this immediately think Seahawks because I think Carolina's kind of playing out the string. But there is a lot of people who are on the Panthers with the points in this game, at least talking a lot on all the different channels I listen to. I'm curious about that. They say the Panthers' defense is really good. I mean, it's okay. It's not great. And and obviously the Seahawks' biggest concern is that all their running backs are hurt right now. And their offense seems to run off the running game. Geno's a better quarterback when he's playing off a play action, and you know, with the long attempts. And they're kind of moving the chains and uh, keeping on time. So that's really the biggest concern is they really don't have anybody to run the football this week, or at least anybody good. Um, You know, four points, like I said, with that Carolina offense, I don't know about them scoring. I don't know about trusting Sam Darnold on the road against, uh, you know, kind of questionable Seahawk defense. So I'm actually going to go against what I'm hearing. I think I'm going to lay the four at the Seahawks. I still think they're a better football team. I think they have plans for this December. Where the Panthers, I'm not so sure about. Let's go to Maddie. What do you think?
0: I'm with you, buddy. First, first bullet point. If Walker plays, easy Seattle bet.
2: Um, Easy. That's true. I agree. uh,
0: uh, I am with you though. I am going to lay the four with Seattle. I think this is a get-right game. They should have covered last week against a bad team and they didn't. My biggest concern, though, is how the hell did you know this was the runner up to my Hot Mess Express? Because it was. I'm war torn between one other game. This one didn't make it. This is the runner up. I listened to the show. I, you know,
3: okay. Smitty, you're up,
0: buddy. What do you got on this one?
3: Well, I'm just, I kind of like what Jason said at the beginning. I, I kind of, in a teaser spot, I kind of like Carolina in this. Some of the models and kind of some of the numbers I look at, I think this game's a little closer uh walker's a big loss in this i think i would I, I don't know if i'm gonna bet it but i like betting a lot of teasers so i probably will uh, i i kind of like carolina up in this one yeah i, I think
2: this will be a close game because like i said i don't think that's the ox offense is gonna run away from anyone so i kind of like that so i will take us to our next game a game that also could have been a candidate probably but maybe a little further back tennessee laying four against jacksonville not it not it oh not it so this is an interesting game because Tennessee, a lot of people loved them last week against the Eagles. I kind of went the other way on that direction is because I don't think Tennessee's very good. Um, and there's there a lot of smart people who lost money on that. Eagles just look really good. Tennessee, just too many injuries. Just kind of more of attrition. Obviously it's a little unrest in the front office too. They fire the GM after that game basically because Matt Brable is pissed. He doesn't have uh, his wide receiver anymore and Brown. <laughs> so this will be interesting. Jacksonville plays a lot better against teams around the football than past pass the football. That's kind of how they're built right now. Uh, I don't like taking Trevor Lawrence on the road. So I will actually like the Titans minus the four here. I wish it was a little less than that though. I don't like that number because I think it's gonna be a low scoring game. Uh, kind of like the under in this one. Uh, Cause I just see, her, uh, basically this is a corner TV game as they used to say uh, in the sports book. Not a lot of people are gonna be watching this one. What do you got here? Uh,
3: Yeah, I I like your uh, your underplay in this, too. I think this is not a bad one to tease up. You can now I'm looking again. I'm not looking right now at lines. This was like a day, two days ago. I have it down 42 and a half. Now that's moved. Somebody maybe Jason or someone can interrupt me here. Get it up to about 48, 49 in this. I I don't see it. Um, I think it's a good money line play. I like some of these money line or excuse me, money line parlay plays. I think I went and zero last week on those. I think Tennessee wins this game. I would maybe try to match it up with somebody here uh, this weekend, which I probably will. Uh, but I think Tennessee wins. I kind of like the teaser under in this. Matt, right. what do you got? See, Jason, you were a
0: little off on the hot message, but this is absolutely my do not touch game. Uh, Lawrence is day to day, and they're actually saying he might miss this week because they're not going to rush him back with no, basically no shot. I don't think he's
3: practiced at all this week, Matt. Yeah. Uh, Burks
0: is out for Tennessee with a concussion. They have zero weapons. I mean, Henry, here's here's what you got to do for this game. Look at Derrick Henry's player props over carries, because I think he's going to get it. If it's even at 23 and a half, which is typically the line, bet it. I think this is an underplay. I'm not touching this stinky thing. Let's move on. Let's get to a good game. Buffalo and the Jets. Jets going up the Buffalo. This is my hot game of the week. Love it. Smitty, this has to be your best teaser play, in my opinion. Take the Jets up, getting points, a division rivalry, grind it out games. Salah has these guys playing good. Buffalo, war of attrition going on up there. So many injuries. Von Miller's out. They still struggle to run the ball. Allen can only do so much. I don't think he's going to keep running the ball either because he's taking an ass whipping. That uh, This is an easy teaser somewhere in this uh, weekend for me. Tease the Jets up and take them.
3: What do you have, Jason? Well, I'm I, oh, Go ahead, Jason. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I I do. I do like this one, Matt. I, I, I did look at this. I do like the jets. I think it even got up to 10, get up to 16. Up to 10. Yeah. You know, I know white, I think the last time white played against Buffalo did not do well. I, I think he played against them last year, but here's the thing, divisional game. We've talked about it. I a hundred percent agree with you, but here's the thing that I'm really looking at. Maybe one of my best bet is the under teaser under in this game here. Conditions could be some wind, could be some rain, maybe even some snow. Buffalo, if you look at Buffalo, I think they're under in the nine out of their last 12 games in this. I think this game, divisional game too, the unders have been hitting. I personally, I like both. I might do both on this. I personally, my favorite is taking the points up six more points and taking the under, and then, Matt, I agree with you. I like the Jets in a teaser against Buffalo. Jason.
2: I've got this basically right on this number. I actually make it slightly to the under, like with 40 points, but um, that's not giving the Jets offense a lot of credit. It's been a little different under white. They've actually moved the ball pretty well under him. Uh, they've struggled in the red zone. So I don't know. This is this 10 points. Is just, I don't know why it's 10. Like, the, like my numbers support it, but this didn't this seem like more like a touchdown game kind of going in. Aren't you a little surprised it's that high of a number. And then what I'm seeing is 40% of the bets are on Buffalo, but 80% of the money. So Basically, they think Mike White is going to get exposed up in Buffalo. It's hard to lay 10. The Jets' defense is pretty good. Um, pretty good matchup with Buffalo, too, with the good corners going against their wide receivers. Um, like you said, we've talked about all year, about the Buffalo doesn't really run the ball all that well. Uh, so, you know, I, you know, everybody was kind of on the Jets last week, and they kind of didn't get it done. I think I'm actually going to take the Jets with the 10 this week. I actually think this is kind of shows that they're a little more solid. Uh, I don't think they'll make any mistakes. I don't think the weather is going to be too much of an issue. For Buffalo, you always got to check. I think it's going to be like typical December weather. Uh, so I'll take the 10 and probably have to sweat it out. All so,
0: right. Uh, I'll, I'll leave us off here. Uh, Tampa Bay going to San Francisco. San Francisco's laying three and a half over under 37 and a half. Way down. We all know the story why. Jimmy G broke an ankle out. Brock Purdy, though. Gets the face, basically his idol, Tom Brady. uh, Stat I heard, I don't believe a rookie in their debut has ever beaten Brady. I believe they are 0-7. I'm actually going to take Tampa with the points, and this is going to be my upset special of the week. I actually think Tampa Bay gets this done. Brady goes home. Uh, Niners are going to have to feed McCaffrey the ball a ton, and he's just not built for that anymore. They're going to have to feature in these young kids in the back. Give me Tampa. Give me the points, and I'll probably do a little pizza money with uh, Tampa on the money line. Jason, what do you have for this one? Well,
2: that's the thing. I mean, you know, Miami's defense, they they can stop the run, but they cannot stop the pass. And San Francisco was smart. They actually opened up the offense. They didn't play too conservatively with Purdy. They actually threw them throw it a little bit, and uh, they benefited from it. But going on the road – or now they're home. Never mind. They're laying the three-and-a-half with the Tampa Bay defense. And just like, you know, it just would be so much easier to take the Buccaneers of had and watch the Buccaneers so often this year because they are a hard watch, and that offense is a really hard watch. It has been brutal. Uh San Francisco defense showed last week that they can be really, really stingy, even against good offenses. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm going to take Brady with the three-and-a-half, I think, over Brock – it's not Brock October was it Brock Sember? I, I just I, – I can't trust it. I mean, they got the weapons. It's a good, solid defense. The under, I think, is really in play here, because I think it's going to be a nice – uh, just defensive slugfest basically with a team that has no explosiveness in Tampa Bay and a team playing uh, Mr. Irrelevant at quarterback in San Francisco. Somebody, what do you got?
3: Yeah. I mean, you got to make Purdy throw. I mean, he had pretty good numbers. There's no doubt. I mean, you know, a lot of shows have been talking about, he got kind of worse at Iowa state. Is that a rip on Matt Campbell over the years? Like he didn't develop them very well. Did have good numbers last week, but you know, again, Tampa, that was – I had money line Parlay uh, with them. Luckily, they came back and won that for me on Monday night. Offense looked nothing. Brady always shows why he's the best ever. He always makes those drives at the end. I love this, too. I'm going to tease Tampa up. I think Tampa's going to hang in this game. Um, Tam, you know, Tom's going out to where he kind of grew up. You know he kind of wants to play well out there. I think Tampa's going to be okay. Tight game. And I think what Jason said, too – Teaser play, jack it up a little bit more, take the under. This could be an ugly game.
0: FYI, we have Baker on the field. Baker is on the field. Just for that, let's go. You know what they could have done done in this? They could have brought Jim Everett back in this game. (laughs) (laughs) Only if Jim Jim Rome was on the other sideline. That's all I (laughs) like. He could fling Jim Rome, too. He did that once as well. Yeah. All right, let's go. We got two more. Uh, I'll lead us off. Miami goes out to L.A. to play the Chargers. Chargers are getting three and a half at home, over, under 52. The Chargers, again, are this wounded duck team. To me, if they have any shot of the playoffs, this has to be basically their Super Bowl this week. Uh, If they don't get through this one, I don't think they can get in. Staley better push all of his chips in. Hopefully he gets Mike Williams back. Two bets that I do like on this, though. I think this is going to be a shootout. I would probably tease this down and then take the over, but I love the mo- both Miami wide receivers, Waddle and Hill, catching touchdowns this week. I think against a bad uh, Charger backfield DBs, light it lighted up. Light it up, to and give me those TDs from the wide receivers. Smitty, what do you have?
3: Yeah, this one's tough. I mean, you know, I set this. I try to do my own lines on this, and I open it up like minus three and a half. I think it's at minus three right now for the, the Dolphins in this. You know, the Chargers are so banged up. You know, really, home field's not a big advantage here and everything. And I agree with you. I think they're going to be able to move the ball on this. A lot of some of the numbers I look at had this game really close. Uh, you know, this could be one that in a teaser spot, maybe taking a chance with the Chargers up just by my, like looking at some of my numbers. Money line parlay, maybe taking the Dolphins, matching up with someone to win the game. I think the Dolphins win, but I think this game's a little closer, just looking at some of my numbers. Jason, what do you got? So I
2: I literally made this better before we went on. I took the Chargers plus three and a half. I like this matchup for them. Chargers don't run the ball well. Well, Miami stops the run pretty well, so they weren't going to get much there anyway. They don't defend the pass very well at all. They do get Mike Williams back. Um, Miami offensive line is still really banged up. Obviously, they're not getting those tackles back. They went out and signed Eric Fisher this week. Now he's in nothing special. He struggled really bad in Indy. But they just need another body. So Tua last week looked a little frazzled under the pressure. Really didn't play as well as he had played all year. You know the weapons are still there. So this game is still going to be an over. But I, I do like the Chargers here. I just I like them at home. I, you know the, Miami's been on the road now two weeks in a row. They must have stayed out on the West Coast. I'm guessing because um, that's a really long flight back and forth. So I think. Just a good situation for Herbert. against a pretty questionable pass defense. Give me the Chargers plus three and a half and give me a little bit of a money line too. I think it's not right winner. So I will take us into the last game because it has to be. So Arizona at home, plus one and a half New England. Maddie, what do we have?
0: All aboard. Oh, yes. You know, it's Christmas time, and it, this isn't the Polar Express. This is the freaking hot mess express. Arizona, <laughs> New England, what a trash game. Uh, Arizona's getting one and a half at home, over under 43. Isn't crazy that people are now labeling Bill Belichick as an average coach? And if he's in danger of getting a losing season here. And I think his last losing season, or being last in his division, was 1995, potentially. Uh, Don't hold me to it, but I think that's correct. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury is a horrendous coach. Him and Hackett both need to go, go back to college, do some good work down there, maybe regroup. I'm not touching this game. Uh, I'll probably play Kyler Murray over rushing yards because I think uh, Judon's going to dial up pressure. Arizona's O-line is really bad. I don't even think I want to watch this game. Uh, Monday night's been a disappointment. I think this is going to be another disappointment. This is the perfect hot mess express game. Smitty, send us home.
3: Oh man, this, I agree with you. You know, the line, I think it opened. I, I actually had the cards favored in this game on mine by minus one. And right now, New England is minus one and a half. It has stayed there like the entire week. There's been no movement. Now, later in the week, as we go weekend, it might start moving around a little bit. Yeah, Maddie, I agree with you. This this is a tough one um, because, you know, my feelings about Mr. Murray, a quarterback there for Arizona, but New England just has not done much. All my numbers have this pretty close. I think the best one, what I would do here is I'd probably tease the points up and take an under. That's all I got on this one, Jason. I'm going to take
2: the pass. The sheet loves the Patriots. They, it likes the 24-17. They look at the best unit in this game. It's the Patriots defense. They're third in uh pass DVOA. They're seventh in rush DVOA. Um, it's definitely going to be a Monday night snoozer, I think. Not a lot of offense here, but I do think Mac Jones can do a little work against that uh, Arizona secondary. Um, so, yeah, if you've had a rough weekend, don't feel compelled. You can put in the first quarter. Get get a good night's sleep. Get that get, Have a productive Tuesday. But uh, I do like the Patriots here. I, but like I said, it's also Kingsbury in December, terrible. Cardinals at home, terrible. Kyler Murray after Call of Duty, terrible. You got so many things against the Cardinals. Give me the pass. I'll take I'll lay the one and a half. I don't I don't think that's a problem. And uh I think we'll be pretty good. And I will probably be in bed at halftime myself just to get a good nice sleep. But there's no issues right now. Smitty. Go ahead. Good what do you Yeah, got? I just
3: want to give one more man. Old Man in the Garage had two plays this week again. Going, I think he's he's four and two in the last two weeks. You know, he went with the Giants, which you know, we all kind of question that, but I mean, hey, you gotta love it. Uh he likes Minnesota. He's on the Vikings. He he's like, why not take the 10 and 2 team? He's gonna take a chance with Minnesota to beat the Detroit Lions this week. So old man in the garage, on fire, now, getting ready he, for Christmas. He may have something fire. there
2: because everyone loves Detroit. When everyone loves something, it always goes bust. 80% of the bets are on Detroit right now. That's a that's a coin flip game, even though the Lions are playing better. Right. And uh, listen, is-
3: all I want to say on that, keep keep an eye on that, man. Because, again, there was three games, and it was the Steelers, the Raiders, and there's one more I can't remember. The Lions really – oh, it was – um, who did Jacksonville play last week? I lost it. Lines. Oh, that was the lines. Okay, sorry. Okay, the lines get Yeah, it was the lines. So those are oh, the three. The really the bouncing back for and forth all, all week. Every time, right before Sunday, when it went in the final, like where it went, all three teams won there. So keep an eye on that. But again, the head scratcher ones, if Detroit stays on this, that's a head scratcher. I'd pounce Detroit on this. I mean, I'm just going with where the numbers have lied and some of these teams have done over the last couple of weeks, so we'll yep. see where it goes. I'm going to wait. I'm going to play that game because why not? I love playing games, so I'm going to I'm going to wait until right before kick to see where that game goes. It's well, just so and you know, to
2: everyone also on fantasy since the NFL made the nice decision to like bench half the league so they, to see if you have a bench uh, for champ first week of the playoffs
3: brutal. All right, before oh, I go. go. Go check my one team out in that the one leg who I'm playing at running back this week. Oh, it's it's yeah. yeah I might get negative like nine points.
0: All right, I'm gonna send us
3: off. Everybody,
0: thanks for tuning in. We're gonna spread a little holiday cheer. Check out the podcast. That notebook wagering. We had a special guest, Will Hill, on tonight. all of his stuff was labeled on there. We have uh, at notebook wagering J Cam with us tonight. At Smitty Bucks, I am at. If you follow Matt, and like we always say. Happy holidays and bang your bookies, everybody.
1: Thanks for listening to the Notebook Wagering Podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any episodes and be sure to follow at Notebook Wagering. Until next time.